0: Hi, I'm Mario Evan, and you're listening to Talk Truth, a weekly inspire edutainment podcast discussing the things that most people are afraid to, but from a Jamaican perspective. From relationships, sex and sexuality, to the ins and outs of entrepreneurship, in this space we speak about almost anything with the intention to inspire, educate, entertain, and create a fair and balanced space where your truth shall become your power and set you free. Welcome to episode number 54 of Talk Truth, and I'm your boy, Mario Evan, And today is a special episode because I'm bringing in someone who supports the show, which is always so cool to me. And every season we have someone who literally is a supporter who ends up becoming a guest, which is always amazing. Today, I have a Jamaican woman who goes by the name of Yannick Ferguson. And she heals from St. Thomas and there's so much more going on with her. And today we're going to talk about her journey to self-acceptance. So let's bring Yannick in. Hi, Yannick.
1: Hi, Mario. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Welcome to Talk Truth. And thank you for being willing to share your truth. Um, Yannick, tell us a little bit about where you're from in Jamaica and your childhood.
1: So, uh, I'm from a little community in St. Thomas called Roselle. Um, if you're ever going to Saint, well, Portland, that direction, once you pass the waterfall coming from White Horses, it's the, I think it's the first left turn. So, it's open to that little community. You mean a little waterfall
0: that like you can see from the main road?
1: Yes. That's where, so, right. Yeah. So, after you pass that waterfall, it's Roselle, on the Yeah, left. it's on the left.
0: I'm familiar with Roselle, yeah.
1: So, um, I, so you grew um, up there? Yes. I grew up there. That's where I was. I, I born, CM Yard.
0: You born in the Yard? Until,
1: no, I was born in the hospital, but that's what they, the, the, where I lived. That's yeah. where, that's where I grew up. I've never moved to another house until I moved here, which was right. what, Five almost five years ago,
0: and here is the United States. Yes,
1: the United States of America. I'm here, I'm in Ohio right now.
0: You're in Ohio. All right, Mm -hmm. interesting. All right, tell me a little bit about growing up in St. Thomas. So, what was your household like? You have a big family, have a little family.
1: I have a big family in a small house. (laughs) All right, (laughs) so it's very close knit. No, yeah. I never had anything that was specifically mine or individually mine. But, you know, growing up in a big family, it's good to know that you have the support. It's good to know that there are times when, you know, just to, there's going to be some little banter back and forth with, with relatives, whether well, like it's cousins, brothers and sisters, parents, right. grandparents. But it was good to have that. Because yeah. I had there were different generations that I could learn from.
0: So, how many siblings do you have?
1: Well, all together, I have 11.
0: All together, right?
1: Yes, all together. I guess but, you're
0: closer to some than the others for various yes, reasons. Right? I, yes, I <laughs> am. For <laughs> various
1: reasons.
0: Right. Is that we the thing going on. That's a good thing. Yeah, we know it go in Jamaica. But, yeah.
1: So, for my mother, I am the eldest daughter. Yeah, uh, and I have an older brother, so right. I'm the I'm the eldest daughter of 8 And from my Eld- father. Eldest
0: daughter of eight, and you have an older brother. All right, yes. so you are the second child in technically. Y- yeah. Technically,
1: uh, I have a brother that passed away before I was born. All right. So then yes. you became,
0: Te- you, became you became you became you became the eldest at the part. uh yeah, at the point where he passed. All right, understood.
1: No, but I do have an older brother, you know.
0: Ah, uh, he's alive?
1: Yes. I have okay. an older brother. With, <laughs> I have an older brother and then there was another brother that was born after him, right, before me. Right. And that's my only full sibling that I didn't get to meet.
0: Ah. Okay. So
1: um on my dad's side, no, so there is five of us and I'm the oldest. I, was I wanted to be an only child, you know, but you know, that never worked
0: out. Tough luck for you, right? Yes, <laughs> 11, you can't choose that one.
1: <laughs> can't would choose say, it at
0: all. Would you say that it was um, a religious family? What were some of the cornerstones? Kind of a family have a thing. Some families are r- rebellious, kind of non conservative. Some are super conservative, very quiet, loud, you know, shouty, quiet houses, you know, passive aggressive houses.
1: Loud. I'd say load host. A everybody load had a load
0: house, yeah. yes.
1: And you kind of had to fight for your, how do I say it? You wanted, if you needed to be heard, you had to yeah. be
0: loud. Yeah, yeah. So, That's how you got your space.
1: Kind of, sort of. But was, you don't was, seem
0: like a loud person right now based on these few minutes.
1: <laughs> I'm a loud person.
0: Up. A loud person lives inside
1: of you. Yes, you know, that person comes out when it's necessary.
0: Wow. Yeah. I think,
1: I think. Yeah. But others, like, people who knew me when I was younger. Because, you know, it's three decades of changes in a Mario. Right. I mean, right. I mean, not look like it, but it's three decades of, you know, traditions. Right. So, so I learned things.
0: Along the I, way.
1: I learned things along the way. So I'm, I am this person now from exposure, from just learning things, different things.
0: So well, well, we are definitely gonna gonna go through your evolution. So we're in we're in decade one. And um decade um, one. All right, here's what I'll do. Mm -hmm. I want you to define for me self acceptance in your words.
1: So self acceptance for me is identifying your flaws, knowing what they are, using them to work towards your strength, accepting Mm -hmm. who you are and not 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 apologizing, Man. unapologetically being you taking the space, even if you have to stand alone, but accepting that you are that person, and sometimes, like I say, it will make you uncomfortable, it will but.
0: Absolutely. All right. Let Sometimes, me, let me, yeah. I, I like that definition. Let me Um. look and see what I can find. There's one online. Mm-hmm. Self-acceptance can be defined as the awareness of one's strengths and weaknesses, the realistic yet subjective appraisal of one's talents, capabilities, and general worth and feelings of satisfaction with oneself, despite deficiencies and regardless of past behaviors and choices. And I like that I added that on, because your definition mentioned flaws, but I noticed you didn't talk about the the beautiful things.
1: The strengths.
0: The strengths, yeah. Uh
1: well yes. The strengths. But maybe you didn't the
0: recognize time. them in the beginning, eh?
1: No, I really didn't. Yeah. I really didn't I didn't think I had any. Mm. You know. Because especially growing up, I was always I was told that my dad can fool fool, mm. Basically. Mm-hmm. And that was something that kind of resonated with me for a lot of years.
0: Right. But o- o- over the f- in, From the first into the second decade, eh, at least. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: So I remember asking my mother the other day um, what kind of child I was. Mm-hmm. And she said, you know, I started talking at nine months. Um, I learned to spell a very long name.
0: Right. And when right.
1: I was two. I could spell my name, and knew letters, I knew things. So she said she knew I was going to be a talkative child. Um, I was ridiculed really and teased for talking a lot because mm-hmm. I would tell on people when I'm not supposed to. <laughs> oh,
0: <laughs> Why? Why? I don't know. It happened, right? But,
1: but you know, the innocence of a child, and I, I say this all the time I would love to have the courage and the innocence of a child. Because when I. Wait, I um, when I admire them and I see the things that they're able to see, it just makes me feel like why why did I lose that, you know?
0: That's because they're completely fearless.
1: Yes. So, I I I I wasn't allowed to be that child because right. given that I was ridiculed so much just from being so small, um going through all of this I'm here worrying, oh, somebody's not gonna like the fact that I said this.
0: Or right. somebody's
1: not gonna like that I said that. Or what should I not say? Or what is okay? Or somebody gonna beat me, or you know? Like so, yeah.
0: yeah. Those
1: are the, and and I don't like beating in a Mario.
0: Right. So the in so really and truly the labels start to breed quite a bit of insecurity. Yes. In in you is what it does. Um did you connect your color, skin color, to being full, as you say. When you were growing up and the two came together, is that what happens in the mind, that the two become connected? So in your mind, do you think, because I am dark-skinned, I'm not as smart? Um, Or not necessarily?
1: I wouldn't say that, no. All
0: right. There were two I, separate things.
1: Yeah, I would more say that my dark skin meant I wasn't beautiful, mm. rather than... Mm. Not, Not knowledgeable. Smart.
0: Right. Right. In a way, you kind of just say that you were smart. You were spelling long names by undoing things long before you were ahead of your milestones. You right. Were ahead of your, your milestones as a child. Um, when was at hopping and skipping, but what were some of the things that made you start to feel that you were beautiful? Because that seed was planted early. So I can imagine that something would have to happen to switch you into a mode where you start seeing yourself as beautiful?
1: So I used to always like to sing, you know, just sing little songs. And my grandfather, well, my step-grandfather rather, he was the first man who made me even know what it felt like to be loved. And wow. he would tell me, you know, you're a beautiful girl. Cause I used to say, Dad, do you think I'm beautiful? And he'd say, yes, you're a pretty girl. You mm-hmm. know, but mm-hmm. this was around maybe like eight, nine, and he became my best friend. You know, he's still alive today. Okay, he's wow, six cool. years old.
0: Wow, is he, <laughs> is he Jamaica?
1: Yes, he's in Jamaica. Okay. Awesome. Um, and I do miss our relationships because we had really good conversations. But to your question what made me start to think I'm a pretty girl or a beautiful girl was through him. And, mm-hmm. you know, I thought you love me, you know, cause I wanted to feel that. And yeah. there are a lot of times when I didn't really feel that. So validation him, was and, important. Yes, mm-hmm. Validation was important for me. Still is mm-hmm. right now. Kind of, uh, you know.
0: Yeah. 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 It doesn't really on. completely go away. <laughs> That's what yes. a lot of people don't realize about the scars, but as you say, you evolve. Yes. And you moved to a new space with it. Mm -hmm.
1: So, yes, if anybody had showed me any kind of affection, I can say, I can, without any question, say he did.
0: Your step-grandfather, who is 96 and still alive and living in Jamaica.
1: That's
0: wonderful. I mean, and and just hearing that, I am going to assume that he's somebody who had well-adjusted views on beauty and probably lived a bit of life himself so maybe his perspectives mm-hmm. were a little bit different yes. it's nice how god sends you some of these people in your life to kind of almost nurture you when you're kind of at the mm-hmm. lowest
1: point mm-hmm. that's true
0: you're eight nine all right so you went to Morant bay high yes and um tell me about high school Morant bay is co-ed right
1: yes yeah. it's co-ed Mm-hmm. Well, high school, I don't even know I didn't even know where I fit in. I was this dark skinned girl with a lot of hair, right, and I got criticized for that too.
0: It was natural um no, uh, process it was process. so the
1: reason the reason why my hair was processed, Mario was because mm-hmm. my mother was a little aggressive <laughs> <Here it comes. laughs> I hope you don't kill me but
0: no, I was <laughs> told care, we still love you. <laughs> but
1: she was very aggressive and I got my hair processed like maybe three days before I graduated from primary school. Yeah. Because I really I just couldn't bother with her. Uh you, you know, with the
0: cool I mean she was yes,
1: cool. Yes.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know, yeah, she was in it. So so you did ask, or she did say <laughs> <laughs> well, straight this so thing.
1: I have an aunt that is living in the U.S.? No. Well, she's right. been living in the U.S. since I was young. Well, yeah. she offered to, you know, be the individual that will help me to maintain the process here.
0: She had a hairdresser. So,
1: well, kind of she, she was, she, yes, she, she, <laughs> she was the expense part of it. Let's say that. Right, yeah.
0: All right. I like it. Yes. Yes.
1: So... She she said she would do it and she would ensure that I had all the products and everything to get my hair taken care right. of. So because of that, I said, like, okay, I'm going to go ahead and do this. Um, went ahead when I went to high school. There was this one embarrassing moment too. They my uniform wasn't made right, and for because it's supposed to have a flare, it's a green right. tunic with right. a flare. Mine never about- have no flare yeah. because who the person in charge of taking me to get it done had it done by a tailor when they're saying it should have been done by a dressmaker. So my first, I guess, month of high school was a little embarrassing because I was ridiculed for not having the correct... You
0: never have the (laughs) flair.
1: Yes, I never have the flair. And because I never have the flair, it was like I was singled out.
0: But we know say so pick the mean in then we make it look pick children. Can we wick to see? Not the little one them, the teenage one name. Yes. Rough. So
1: <laughs> yeah. the other thing is even with summer school, I I never used to even just like I really know. I, I was like the one of the biggest tomboys. people had to change all of that, but I was a tomboy, so yeah. being like that it never really mattered to me. But being ridiculed by other kids and teachers then you know i'm like what when when can i do something right you know
0: right so at this point at the game you're not only teased about you've been teased about your complexion mm-hmm. you had mentioned to me one hour the then you used to tease about your your forehead as we say your forehead um your uniform and you're a small girl with a lot of process here so you have no fear
1: <laughs> yes I but
0: remember. there's another yeah mm-hmm. go ahead no no you go again? ahead
1: yeah no let me know what I you can was... say. I was going, I was to,
0: going say, to lead you somewhere else. I want to hear where you were going to teach. Mm-hmm.
1: No, I was go You say I was a small girl. I, I remember that I weighed 89 pounds.
0: Wow. That type yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I was
1: small. And then um, in my classes, I was for first to third form because that's when they, you know, before you, you choose your right. vocation or whatever it is that you really want to focus on.
0: Your first ch- choice, right?
1: Yes, so in third- first the third form, I was in the top streams um and I didn't really say that' not, you know I just thought you know I was. So you're smart though. as
0: well, so they don't like you because you're smart no
1: <laughs> I went to school and i did I did what i th- thought I needed to do right. my even though even though there're all there always to me some dysfunction, some things in on the back end that would prevent me from. Not excelling, and I was. Um, yeah. I had fr- I had a friend who some go I'm too bright. <laughs> she needed she needed my help, and she wouldn't ask me because apparently I knew more than she knew. I don't know. I'm just assuming this now. You know? Right, this and, and it
0: made it made her uncomfortable. Yes, clearly.
1: yes. So, um, I but, I go ahead. Yeah.
0: I was going to say, but, but there was a transition because, of course, high school means puberty and you hit mm-hmm. 13 and some things started to change and you're at a school with boys. So take me mm-hmm. through this next phase of high school and, and what was happening there in terms of self-acceptance.
1: Um, so I remember when, when, well, I never used to smile at all. Yeah. Surprising, surprising no. Surprising like, no, right? It's one of my best features. That's what I always right. tell people. Right. But right. I never used to smile because I was so boggled down with all the things that were going on in my life. Family right. situations. Um so when I was in high school, maybe around what? Second form, I yeah. distinctly remember I used to hang out with the boys. So I was hanging out, hanging out with that uh, with two of my friends. And they say, yani, you know, if you smile, it would have been better for you. If you just, if you just smile. <laughs> they say, you, you, you have a nice smile, you know. I'm like, really? They say, if you smile, it can make you feel so much better about yourself. And these were right. guys that were was my age. Right,
0: right, right. So, you know, right. the so fact that
1: they They knew had that insight. To, yeah, yeah that, that insight difficulty. they told me. And I say, you know, let me try it, you know. And from trying, it decided to make me feel good. Yeah. And I say, okay. And my teeth did not look too bad.
0: <laughs> see, they look good, friend. The teeth look like they have a good dentist. You know, we don't know clean them, but they look good.
1: <laughs> so I'm going to say, all right. Yeah, the people
0: you know, who are listening to this in audio are like, what are you talking about? Guys, you need to go over to YouTube and watch the video so you can see what your neck looks like. you see your teeth so, there. So
1: with that, I say, all right, let me just go ahead and do that. And then I used to start looking in the mirror, and from looking in the mirror and seeing that I smile a lot, I started combing my hair a certain way that fits my face right. so there were my phases too of having a bang i had I had bangs then because you're mm-hmm. yeah, so with that too, I went ahead and you know i i saw I kind of started to see myself, yeah and seeing myself then i there was this other guy that was attracted to me same same well same second form but different class Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. i was like why am i like me you know first of all he was he had a very light way lighter skin than me
0: right right
1: right you know i you know yeah I'm not the girl that we. Right, to me. you don't really like you know? me. <laughs> you don't really like me. I'm
0: the browner than me. He's brown lighter.
1: Like yeah,
0: lighter than you. Lighter than me, right?
1: Mm-hmm. So, so there's also, like,
0: so yeah, in your ahead. mind is also a construct of the fact that even mm-hmm. a brown skin boy wouldn't want a girl like you.
1: No. Yeah. So I had that construct that they're only going to and they're only going to like the lighter skin girls. Right. When right. I was, was in first form, I had a friend who. She was lighter than me, and she would get all the attention. All
0: the, uh, yeah, all the yes, everywhere,
1: mm-hmm. even everywhere. even even men who weren't supposed to be calling to us.
0: Well, you know, yeah, yes. that's another thing too.
1: <laughs> but she was getting all the attention, and mm-hmm. then I know you know. Fast forward, go to third form, third form. No, started to develop a little more. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> and, you know, be. Pe- People would men would see me as an African princess, and, and I'm like, why are they paying attention to me? I don't even like boys. I don't even know if I, I want to
0: Man, But you have breasts now; it's <laughs> <They're> different.
1: <laughs> right? A little, no, a they're, cool seeing, mm-hmm. they're seeing something, and I am still like this shy girl. Who? No, I don't think I want to do that. Yeah. But
0: yeah, but, but still, you would that you you definitely. Had a different boost of confidence after those boys told you to smile yes. more. And now you're getting attention yes. from yes. the opposite sex. Even mm-hmm. the lightest in opposite sex, right? Even the
1: lightest <laughs> But skin you're mind. now
0: breaking down some of your own constructs.
1: Right. And say, so, you know I, know, I see you. That's yeah, what they're I telling me. You, I see right.
0: you. I see you irrespective of how you see yourself.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: I see you. Mm-hmm.
1: So, even, so the smiling thing almost got me probably, you know. Mm-hmm. I remember one of, my, one of my teachers came to class and he was a bit heavy set guy, tall and big. Mm-hmm. So some, he, he would come into the class and he would say, hello, but it's loud, right? So that's his way of getting our attention to just be quiet. Right. But, but the hello just got laughed up, <laughs> And I was laughing like crazy and he'd say, getting quite that stupid grin off your face <laughs> I, that's what i just you died team, yeah. after we don't start smiling more take it <laughs> right but you know i'm I'm surprised him never send me a time class right. God, right i couldn't stop laughing because i thought what he hilarious. said was funny yeah <laughs> it, was, it was hilarious i don't have that sidebar to say to me laughing but that was one of the days when i realized you know People are going to be intimidated by the simplest things yeah, that yeah. you do. So yeah. you if you can own them, just own them and right. you'll be okay.
0: Wow. All <laughs> right. Well, in, did anything else significant happen in high school? I'm going to just,
1: well,
0: yeah, because so, I was so, transfer you to UA after this. But take me on so, the journey.
1: So another issue that I had in high school was, and that's where I needed validation. Mm-hmm. No matter how well I did. My father would never tell me that, you know, I'm proud of you. That's something I always wanted to hear. Yeah. So I remember when I was in first form, like I said, I'm in the top stream of all those three years. And he would see, I'd get like 90s. I always come first in a month. Don't yeah. know why, but it, it happened. Yeah. But I'd get like 90s in other... Other subjects, but he'd only see the position. And sometimes getting ninety, Mario, I'll I'll be at twenty in my class. Mm-hmm. And he would only see, oh, why did you get this and why are why are you at this position? He never right. see like you're getting good grades, you're hour. average. Yes. Yeah. So I remember once when I was in third form, I was second place out of two hundred and something I think the entire because they, they rank you based on your grade your class rather and then they rank you based on the number of people
0: right exactly in
1: the year so I mm. was ranked I saw that I was ranked number two in my class and number two in the year wow yeah that I thought I had accomplished something great because
0: each class would have at least a double 40, and 40 right and yeah. it's how many how many classes in a form like five
1: six, so they still more ranked. It's spelled. O M
0: O R A N T. So that's six. And, yeah, so that's six times and, four, 240 kids maybe in a year. And yes. you were second in out of 240. All right. So this is significant. But
1: <laughs> well, yes. So take so I was happy. Yeah. Mother, she wasn't the kind that is going to criticize me because she said she knows my worth. She might not right. say it, so she never know if she really express herself, but she, she knew. not really
0: create excitement, but not, not No, really. but
1: she knew. you
0: smart. Mm-hmm.
1: Right. So, I took it to my father now, and after taking it to him, he his response, that's good, but you should have come first. Oh,
0: <laughs> oh boy. Oh my. Mine, mine is too funny. Mine weren't a lot like that, but, but the, the other elements existed, and it's a feature of Jamaican parenting you know, and yes. Caribbean parenting where... I think everybody is so used to working hard. Mm-hmm. Nobody going really make any excitement if you do good. You have to be the best. And so, if you are not the best, then it's just average. That's kind of weirding, but it's true.
1: It's true, and not everybody, not everybody about skin, skin you know. No, sir. <laughs> and he, I'll feel happy about the report. I say when I see him and him yeah. go through it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm
1: deflated.
0: Deflated. I feel
1: like you never do nothing good.
0: But retrospectively, Mm -hmm. would you say that that kind of parenting style, for us as Jamaicans, that it helps us sometimes? Sometimes.
1: Sometimes. Sometimes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because depending on your
0: personality, you're going to either want to do better the next time or be more deflated so it depends I,
1: I, di- I just did what I I didn't know to do any better than I was doing exactly exactly because and like I said there were other things there was dysfunction my mother and father didn't grow up Um, I didn't see them together when I was born
0: right right, right so
1: right. I had to be back and forth between the two of them and when things would be said about my mother by my father I didn't like that While when things would my mother would care less. Right.
0: right. So So you can end up in the middle of one in big people in big people relationships. In big
1: people circumstances. Mm -hmm. I think it's my issue. I'm already (laughs) trying to be a child (laughs) and try to
0: figure out your life and come first out of 240. (laughs) (laughs) And then these things are going on, yeah.
1: I know. And that I thought was unfair. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm not saying not to be hard on me, but recognize when I do good. And if you're going to criticize me and tell me said, you know, you shouldn't do this, tell yeah. me afterwards. Not right. tell me when you go through the report and I say what you need to say.
0: Tell me But afterwards. I hope you I always like to say this about parents. Uh, I hope you also appreciate that they were doing the best that they knew how to at that time.
1: Yes. So I I I yeah. It's yeah. it's now I know. Right. When you're going through it you're
0: like, What is going on? In retrospect no. you're like
1: yeah, no, I was like they are doing their best with what they had at the time. With what we, they
0: had and what they knew. Yeah.
1: What yeah, and they thought that what they were doing was right. So Exactly,
0: exactly, exactly.
1: I've grown to forgive. And yes. I do ask questions too, because I need to know like what what was going on for you and why did you think you needed to be like this? So I right. do ask questions.
0: That's bold of you to to seek clarity, because seeking clarity will also help you develop greater self-acceptance too, because at least you know the reasons.
1: Yes. Bit behind certain
0: things, right? Because you may have had a different idea of what it was and it really yeah, wasn't I just that felt good. unloved. Exactly. And a lot of times we go through life not really knowing the reasons because people don't share them because of their own insecurities and their own fears mm-hmm. of sharing them. But you felt unloved because you're doing your best, but still it's not good enough.
1: And to add another thing is, the parent that is paying for you to go to school, yeah, wants Can never say, "I'm proud of where you're at."
0: Yeah, can yeah, never
1: right. say, "I see what you're doing." I'm proud of. I would like for you to do better, but I am proud. But of I'm what happy I've with done. what
0: you've done, right? Yes, and and the connection between the hand that um <laughs> supports the 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 school fee and you being the student is a deep connection. Yeah. Yes.
1: Yeah, yeah, so that that was my teenage brain processing that.
0: Yeah, so tell me about moving from Morant to U.S. So you come out of Saint Thomas, you go over to Kingston. Are you commuting from Saint Thomas to Kingston? Are you a hall girl? You live in town. What's going on?
1: So I guess I didn't do much in school. <laughs> so when I applied to hall, nobody. I when I said didn't do much, like extra career... Right, extra right, career right, to right. I applied hall. Only, I, didn't take you on. I was only in one club going to high school, just. Right right so um when i applied i didn't get in so here's mm-hmm. here's how the journey started i i remember we were having career month or something at school mm-hmm. they came they gave us the applications because our, our six, six they gave us the application we applied a group of us you know got a car to take us to ue so we could take it there and pay for it pay for the application okay. Mm-hmm. when I pay for the application Mark, my parents don't know this neither of my parents know this nobody knew I wanted to go to UA. I, don't, I you, think that's the you, only you, I didn't
0: yeah you just start your life you want to go to
1: Yeah. and you try to
0: figure out how it's going to work
1: so no, yeah, follow out the application pay for it come back Um, I applied for law because that's what I wanted to do mm-hmm. um, I applied for Carrie Mack, and I applied for something. I can't remember the other thing, but those were the two things I wanted.
0: And for foreigners, Carrie Mack is journalism school and Hall is like living on the dorm. Yes. So those were two. So law, journalism were the two, yes. were two, of, two top were ones. Were two
1: of the options.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so after doing the application and I got in, I went to tell my father. He was like so who that i go pay for <laughs> which makes sense that the man concerned that you're gonna go big big school in
0: a kingston who is paying for this university school fee which is more than a school school fee it's a, it's a legitimate concern but yeah, yeah that was so, his first response it wasn't you're gonna try to be a lawyer it was who's paying for that
1: yeah because when i did get the, the acceptance letter because i told him i applied afterwards you know Mm-hmm. Like, I can't tell him that I'm going to apply because I don't know what the reaction is going to be. Right.
0: They might stop you from applying. I'll try right. to.
1: Right. So I went and I applied, told him Then we had to start the student loan application. So we did that. Mm-hmm. Um, With the processing waiting, got the letter back from, I think, I don't remember when we got the acceptance. I got the acceptance letter to the literature in English. I was like, who would I get this? <laughs> <laughs> Guess that's not,
0: wanted, no that's not what you wanted to do. And we know that's not what you wanted to do.
1: No, but it was an in. Mm-hmm. And I think when you apply to law and, you don't, and they don't choose it. Because at that time, it was just 40 people being shortlisted when I applied. Yeah.
0: Very competitive.
1: So, so given that it, you are going to be shortlisted and maybe I'm not the best of the best.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: Then they're going to put it somewhere where they think that you know, you can try probably next year. Right. So I did Malagasy in English. Did you? Uh, no, I botched it.
0: Uh, the was, first well, year. Wait, just that year. Mm-hmm. You botched the first, first year.
1: First uh-huh. year, I only because we had ten courses that we had to complete for the first, uh-huh. for the year. Uh-huh. I think I only passed like six.
0: Was it difficult uh, or you just weren't interested?
1: It it was difficult. But I did live in Kingston, you know. I live like so yeah, maybe... I yeah, I was... I could take like a taxi because I live in on Wellington Drive.
0: So I live very you close. Living in, you were living in Kingston. All right, cool. You were near yeah. to school. Mm-hmm.
1: I was very close to you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But I don't know. I think I feel like... The connection I had with poetry and prose and yeah, all these it, other things. This, it wasn't, just, it. <laughs> this you know, wasn't it. This wasn't it. <laughs> it never worked out and it showed. It right. Showed. So then I well, one, I started going to church. So my mm-hmm. friend that I was staying, um, I was staying with I because I lived with uh, one of my former of my classmates from high school. So I was staying with her. And her, I was talking to her mother and her mother said, you know, Yannick, I think have you ever tried applying for psychology. Right. And I said, you know, I never really thought of it. But I was low-key giving advice to people a long time. Because I had this care for people and I had this care for just reaching out. And, and,
0: and trying to build the people and help them yes, recognize themselves. Yes. And, Don't
1: know why. Yeah, we're we're, we're kind of depleted and <laughs> and have all these, you know. But sometimes I want, that's I'm,
0: exactly why though.
1: Yeah, because I I want to see other people be like that, be right. strong in Bit their in strong, themselves. Right. Mm-hmm. So after doing all of that, I went ahead and applied.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I got accepted mm-hmm. to the psychology, but given that I failed. And with student loan, I don't remember what happened, but I had to take a year off school. Something happened. I can't remember what exactly happened, but I had to take a year off school. Oh, so student loan, if you're changing, if you're changing your major, student loan right. wants you to start paying back.
0: Right, for the first one.
1: Yes. So I couldn't switch majors. Well, I I couldn't. You're, without well, starting to, to pay back, back.
0: Yeah, yes. right.
1: mm-hmm. I couldn't st- switch without starting to pay back. So. so, you
0: had to take time off,
1: yes. I to make money, and I didn't make no money. Right. I never get a job, Mario, throughout right. that 12 months. <laughs> I didn't.
0: You're you hustling in the streets, but the streets weren't paying you. No, and no. then
1: my father was kind of thinking that I was slacking off because you yeah. can submit so many applications, there's so many people who. Knows what I'm talking about.
0: Yeah man they Submitting do. Submitting
1: applications do. and you don't and nothing, get nowhere.
0: And let me tell you people, the students loan bureau in Jamaica, if you not pay the money, then post a picture in the newspaper. Which I'm sure they do all over the world. If they, people have different methods, but that's one of the things that happens here in Jamaica. So nobody wants their picture to be in the paper. Right. <laughs> oh, wow. So so so, mm-hmm.
1: so with that no I say, all right, let's see what I'm going to do. But then comes August of the next year, and I needed to start school. So I went to my dad, and I say, hey, you know, I want to go back to school. This is what I would like to happen. He wasn't so accepting, because he's Mm -hmm. saying, why did I switch majors? I said, it was hard. And I realized... It wasn't for me and if and he was like, Why didn't you wait and apply again for law and why you didn't differ? I'm like, I, I said to him, you know, why are you saying this now? You know, why not try to consult then rather than telling me no that I need to? I should have waited or I should have changed. Right. They could they could have and they should have. Should have happened a year ago,
0: right?
1: <laughs> so I said, you know, I still want to go and I'm going to try to find a way. So I talked to my auntie, the same one that helped me with the hairstyle. Yeah, and she was willing to help to an extent. But with daddy, you know, When I asked him, you know, I thought i ask him because he has... You know, other kids too that needs the same kind of right, support. Right,
0: right, right. exactly.
1: So him work out something, get to go back to school, it was paid. Well, first semester was paid for. So me you now saying this year I need to go. I need to go to um I need to go to do work and travel. Yeah. I tried it the first time, it didn't work out. Because the funds that was needed to do the work on travel it's it's a lot and i didn't have that
0: uh-huh.
1: but i say you know second year now nah go i mean i gotta do it so what i did know is i had to borrow the money had to borrow the money to go to school so my first year pay for so a lot of difficulties because this time i have to be traveling back and forth right because the place that we had i had to give it up because right. i, don't, this, I right. yeah because remember i took the year off so yeah, I I'm
0: I know, mm-hmm.
1: uh, yes yes thanks mario
0: i know i mean hey this was in the past it happened <laughs> <laughs> we're not here now so is, you know what i mean <laughs> But so, yeah, we so you had to give it up and you had to, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, to keep moving.
1: Yeah, I had to keep moving. Back and forth now
0: between St. Thomas so, and school. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Back and
1: forth between St. Thomas and school. And my dad say, you know, you have to live here. If you're going to go to school, you have to be here. If mm-hmm. I'm going to do it, you have to be here. This is me at twenty twenty one. Right, right, right. This right. man I got telling me I have to come. But anyway. And you already
0: were living alone, so right. So you didn't really want to go back home.
1: Right. So I say, you know what? I'm I'll do it. I did it for a year. Yeah. Well, not a year, half of the year. I couldn't do it any longer because the expectations were too much for me. Traveling, doing schoolwork, and I come home. The expectation is for me to be cooking or doing other household chores which i I couldn't handle that and when i told him that i couldn't handle that he he made it seem as if i was being unrealistic because i would have to get up like five in the morning some of my classes were at eight right so to get to my classes sometimes i sleep on the bus you know
0: right because you're tired
1: right i slept on the bus going to school so then you
0: can catapulting you into another phase of your life. I no have, problem. I push you to... You're in the U.S. now. Yes. How did it end up in the U.S.? And I want you to tell me about self-acceptance now in a country where in Jamaica it was colorism. But, I mean, of course, you're an adult now, so you're more comfortable in your own skin. But now in a country where you're black, <laughs> where... You're Black. Yeah, I lived there for a few years, I know. Tell me about that part of your journey. How you end up in the U.S., or why did you move to the U.S., and how did your self-acceptance change in moving to a new country?
1: So after going to UA, I started working at a call center in Jamaica. was working out to Wales. I had a friend here and, you know, worked out, work out something for me, and I came here mm-hmm. to the U.S., Mm -hmm. so after coming to the u.s now and i was with with this friend for a while things never worked out so well so i needed a job so i applied to get that job moved to colorado colorado is more i think is more accepting of black people
0: right because
1: they have like a little community of africans so they'll see me and think i'm an african yeah of african descent yes Not from the country? No. no. (laughs) But people would see me and think that. But imagine me coming from Jamaica, which is like always nice and hot, to going to an altitude of 9,000 feet.
0: And cold, yes. And cold. Sometimes, yeah.
1: And nine months out of the year, it is cold. So... From there, going there, being associated with white people, racism I felt it, but it wasn't so in my face, okay, mhm we'll um, yes I, I think if i was in a, if, if I was in other states it would been worse, it would right. have been different, mm-hmm. and it was too then there was a white men who would see me and tell me they love my skin complexion. Right. and tell me i'm beautiful and right. even in if i have an extensions because i wear braids a lot they would see me and actually compliment me so that was you know that was different for me
0: that's a whole because, new level of the construct because now this is a biracial thing right
1: yes <laughs> it's that, was, that was very different for me and right. i didn't feel i didn't think it was offensive and it I felt genuine it, it it was very genuine yeah, and which is important, yeah. To not be accepted by your own and people telling you, calling you different things, black like tar or whatever it is. And to know that, even sometimes in your own family. And I forgive the note because they probably didn't understand either. No, 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 right. Mm-hmm. But being... And, and, a- nor,
0: and not necessarily was the intention deep-seated. So, I so mean, this is what they're taught. This is what they express but mm-hmm. when you're at the core of it, you're still family and they love you. Were there people who have hate Blackness? Uh,
1: say that again. Anyway,
0: I, can't, I, I can't speak for them because I don't know what their intentions were. But I'm saying I feel like in Jamaica, a lot of that is learned behavior. And that at mm-hmm. the core, you're still family and someone that they love. Yes. And maybe we we'll would take care of if you were in a band. And I think there is deep-seated hate for Blackness, which is a little different. Yes, that's true they rub shoulders going on because there is there is some dislike for blackness when someone can say those things to you so we can't deny that
1: and that was also a part of my life too that i was introduced to skin lightening creams because i knew about them i knew about them i knew of them but using them was never something that i would do and i don't know i think maybe i was at a low point in my life I never really explored it, but I did try it, and yeah. then after a while, I was like, I
0: don't "You saw think any I did. changes?"
1: No, I did see changes. It wasn't yeah. like extreme, right? Because right, right. I didn't did want it. To, yeah. I didn't want to be seen as
0: a bleach, bleaching. Yes, but you didn't so, want to just like they not want to smooth it or like, a little bit,
1: <laughs> even on the tone.
0: Even I mean. out the tone. Yes, that's a nice sorry, tone oh gosh but but i'm glad you let that go to be but as you say it was at a time when your own um perception of self was uh, not as strong as it yeah, could have been i feel
1: like i wasn't being i wasn't accepted the way i
0: you were I feel
1: yeah. about myself it it i don't know it wasn't showing to other mm-hmm,
0: people mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and they know you're in colorado and there are actually people of another race in another country who are appreciating you as you are
1: you are the funny story mm. that i'm living right now I feel like, and you're probably hearing me, but I feel like there's some issues here too, like in my current apartment. There's someone? There's I don't know if there's some race issue or something. but Oh really? Right, right, yeah. But when I just moved here, because I recently moved here, but when I just in this apartment building that right, is, right. when I just moved here, there was someone below me that said I was making noise. But this would be just be me just walking. Right. And this girl came to my door. She came to my door.
0: Right to talk to you about it. Yes. Are you were walking and... too loud? <laughs> <laughs> right, but but it didn't seem justifiable to you, right? So you're like something no. must be. Yeah, no. Right. Sh-
1: she asked me like, "Why are you looking at me like this?" I said, "Because she looking at you're looking at me annoyed." I said, "Because I am. <laughs> I am annoyed." Yeah. And she was not my color. Right and i kind of feel targeted because it's not yeah. the first time that she complained right and I, I did said to her i said i think you're i think i feel targeted she's like no that's not what it is it's just that you're loud." i said i just walk into the apartment i don't understand how you're telling me that i'm loud i just walked in
0: yeah yeah I've, so, i haven't been here for a long time yeah
1: so you know it's
0: yeah, you're not sure, and that's the thing about about those things in the U.S. Sometimes it's very hard to tell and, what is real from what isn't real.
1: And I'm not the kind of person. I never want to say that is the first reason.
0: Right, exactly. Because I try to, so you're not, I try right, to explore try to everything
1: else before
0: yes. you get there. Yeah, yeah, I agree, I agree.
1: Because um, I'm yeah. not. I'm not going to. I'm not going to call the race card. That's not me
0: neither neither either race card is not top top of our. and i think that's because we're jamaicans too. that yes. we tend to not think that way about but when you start to see it more and more you start to feel a difference and you'll know when it really is that, that's true i guess this is a big question mm-hmm. um, but to the people listening and viewing how would you say you can develop a greater sense of self-acceptance now that you're an adult and much more comfortable in your skin. Wow! What 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 would you tell someone who was eight year old you?
1: Um, I would tell someone to be brave. Be brave, regardless. You might get some leaks, but don't dim your light. Don't. Be open to ask questions and be curious, right? Because only by being curious that you would really understand what is going on around you.
0: I want to dig deeper on those two responses because I want to I want to bring be clear. When you say be brave, what do you mean exactly?
1: Be brave in the sense that even though you're a child, you still have a voice, okay. and use that voice.
0: And when you look at your context, mm-hmm. what would what would bravery look like? For you, for me? As a child, yeah. What well, what would brave you have said then, then if you had known better or known differently?
1: If I had known differently, I would have probably questioned the adults more.
0: Right? Yeah. Why are you yes. calling this? What does it mean? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yes. What does What does all those things mean, and why you think you need to tell me that? You know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Instead of accepting it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So be brave, and be curious.
1: Yes. And where would you say
0: you are right now in your journey of self-acceptance?
1: <laughs> um, in my journey of self-acceptance, I I think I'm probably 80% there.
0: Yeah. Knowing that, a... knowing, right, knowing that there's no 100%, right? Because it's right. always evolving, yeah.
1: Because there is always going to be some kind of changes. And my reason for saying this is, even in my job i I present myself as this specific person who has an opinion, and when I say have an opinion, I will speak my mind sometimes that it's you know it might take people off guard mm-hmm. but i I make my opinions known, and even in my job, if I feel like the i'll do my i do what's required of me, let's say that however. If it is overwhelming, I'm going to say it. If there is something that can change, I'm going to say it. I'm making it known. Before, I wouldn't have said that. When I I was younger, no, I wouldn't have said that. I knew that for a fact that I wouldn't say anything. No, and I I think this is also attributed to me being independent. So being independent, it kind of takes away that part where someone would... Uh, well, someone or whoever it is is going to take something away from me that I have to.
0: Right, know, nobody can hold me by head, right? right? You don't have to. You don't owe them anything. No. Right. So. All right, rapid fire. How do you feel about your forehead No.
1: I think it's beautiful. I show it up. No, you know, see.
0: Right. No more yeah. bangs. How do you feel about I, your skin?
1: Oh, I think it's really great i'm starting to wear makeup now which i think it's long overdue
0: and I in. In it's, be- it's beautiful but you see i love blackness you know so i am like i am so biased that i can't even comment on it i just love everything black for me personally well, that's just me but well, you do have so. beautiful skin as well color aside mm. you have no blemishes it has a nice glow and a sheen like these are things people buy products
1: for friend but I do have on makeup right now. No. But yeah. I I love my skin now. I yeah. I'm accepting it because you know it's it's what I was born in. And regardless yeah. of if I bleach it's and I stop it's going to come right back, maybe worse. Maybe worse than I expected. So, so now I, boa, right? yes. So knowing and accepting you can't get it.
0: But also, we have to be grateful that we now live in a world that glorifies blackness a bit more, despite the fact racism racism still exists. Yeah. The the landscape we live in now is one where where people are proud of of their
1: blackness. And my natural here too, because it's it's not processed it's natural,
0: at all. right? Right? Yeah. Right? So, and what about the smile? Well, we know we accepted the smile from high school. So we, we, my we best,
1: feature. my <laughs> best feature, my best feature, I live by that, I go by that.
0: Stepping away from the physical, continuing on a rapid fire, mm-hmm. how do you feel about your confidence as a human, as a Yannick?
1: Wow. Um, I think now that I know a lot of things, self-development and all of that, it made me realize that I can only be me. I can't be anybody else, so I have to be my best self, and whatever that looks like, it may not look the same every day because you know emotions and all of that. But I'm able to utilize a lot of the things that I've learned and accept that this can this is me, and I can't be nobody else
0: can only be your best self and you can't be anybody else. Oh boy. Yannick, you have any final words for our listeners, for our viewers? Is there anything else you want to share with anybody battling with um, self-acceptance?
1: Well, what I can say for sure is it is a journey. Self-acceptance is definitely a journey. And if you have the right people in your corner, then you are a rival to self-acceptance might be a little faster. And if you don't, try to find that one person that is willing to show you the love. I'd encourage them to find somebody that loves them for themselves and who is willing to help to mold them into into accepting who they are and knowing that you are beautifully and wonderfully made by God. Absolutely. And because you are beautifully and wonderfully made, um God not make mistake.
0: God no make mistake, no. So you are intended, yes.
1: we huh?
0: I was saying you're intended to be exactly who and who you yes, are. Yes,
1: you're intended to be this person and the people in your car now will help to mold you to be that best for that person.
0: Yeah, that's beautiful, Yannick. I'm gonna t- piggyback on that and just say also find the time to question yourself and to find your truth and the things that you love and to love yourself. I always love that about the self-love too. Yes. And yes. Are yes. Kind of very, very much tied Yes. Together. you get to that yes. self-love, it, that's when you start accepting yourself.
1: But if you don't love yourself, who's going to love you? If right. you don't love yourself, and you have to learn, you have to, and also, try to have a relationship with yourself. Yeah. Because I think the best relationship you can have is with yourself. And if you don't have that relationship with yourself, then you are not going to be a good partner, whether yeah, it's a yeah. friendship, yeah. whatever it is. It's
0: going to be hard to relate to other people. Yannick, yeah, yes. where can people find you if they want to reach out to you? Because I'm sure that there are many little boys and girls who are going to hear um... this story and connect and they will want to send you a DM of... I went through this too or whatever else. And if you have any other projects that you're working on, on social media, any other cool things you want to tell people about, feel free to share.
1: <laughs> well, it's kind of just on, I, well, I can be found on Instagram, Yannick.priscilla. Um, and that's the, the handle is at Yannick.priscilla. On Facebook, I'm Yannick Parkinson. and I don't have any other social media
0: Right, right. Instagram and Facebook, um, right?
1: Yes. Um, I did do a few lives just talking about um life in general and how we can help to make our individuals better individuals for society. Anyway. Right.
0: Right.
1: So I I do them when I find somebody who's willing to have that hard conversations and find out the solutions that we can, you know, come up with to make that happen. And I do that okay. on Instagram, Instagram sometimes. So other than that, I don't really do much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of... <laughs> I, I don't think I do much. I'm just... um just any person other than that yeah. right right right
0: yanni thank you so much again for your time for your honesty for sharing your truth and i know that it will inspire somebody else so thank you for being i
1: hope somebody learned something i hope, I hope somebody learned something. Somebody and i hope know. we can meet in person i hope yeah, you're like i'm coming to jamaica you uh, know coming to jamaica in april FYI.
0: after your quarantine, after after your quarantine we talk. Oh. <laughs> thank you. Thank you so much again.
1: Thank you. And, you know, I appreciate this. I appreciate the opportunity. I'll continue to listen.
0: You You coming on the show as well. All right,
1: take care. Thank you. You take
0: care. You just listened to episode number 54 of Talk Trot, And I'm your boy, Mario Evan. And you just heard the story and journey of Yannick. a beautiful one, one about self-acceptance, overcoming teasing, overcoming personal struggles, overcoming so many of the obstacles that so many of us have to face working our way through lives, the various expectations that are placed upon us and how we eventually come all the way around to discovering what we want, what we desire and the beauty that lies within us. You guys know what to do. Subscribe, like, share. We are T-L-K-T-R-T-H. Pretty much on all social media. The only things that are properly spelled out are our website, which is talktruthja.com and the email address, which is talktruthja at gmail.com. If you'd like to be a guest, there is a link in the show notes and it will allow you to fill out a form. You may just be like Yannick. And when I need guests, I search for that form. So if you think that you have a truth that might benefit someone, something that you do very well, something you're very passionate about, something you've overcome, something you feel vulnerable enough and ready to share, fill out that form, become a guest. And of course, leave a comment on Apple Podcasts. It really helps our ratings and how the podcast appears to the world. I appreciate you. And I know you appreciate me because you've told me so many times. Like, subscribe, share. Listen, catch up. And um, thank you for always being here every Sunday. 54 episodes, guys. This is a blessing. I enjoy these conversations. I enjoy you listening. Let's keep sharing our truth with the world. And you've just listened to Talk Truth. A place where your truth shall become your power and set you free. Until next time, guys. Peace out.